Frontier Missions Journal. Stories of hope for the unreached with Adventist Frontier Missions. Hello, mission friends. We have two stories lined up for you. Both are about the curiosity of two Muslim boys questioning the cultural differences between them and the Christian beliefs of our missionaries. Who knew that taking a shower every day could start the first conversation about culture and Jesus? But why a shower? Hmm. Well, let's find out in our first story. Hi, my name is Salam Baraka, worker for Adventist Frontier Missions in the Maghreb Project with my wife Amina, our two children, Yasmin and Malik Baraka. The title of the story of my son Malik Baraka, narrated in 2021, is My Friend Hamid. They were both 13 years old then. Hamid comes from a practicing Muslim family. And like the majority of the 120 families in our little village, Hamid had an older sister who was 16 in 2021 and an older brother who was 20. But unlike uh, many of my son Malik's friends, Hamid did not regularly answer the five daily calls to prayer and Amid didn't seem to take those calls seriously. My son Malik asked his friend Hamid, why you are not motivated to answer the calls to prayer like all my other friends? After many questions of that nature, my son Malik received no real answer. It was about a year earlier when we moved to Amid's village, some 30 minutes away from the city where we lived as a family on a fifth-floor apartment. During the COVID pandemic restrictions, life was hard in the city and miserable for my children and for the entire family. But uh, after moving to the village, we noticed that uh, life was almost without any COVID restriction. And Malik, my son, among many other friends, met uh, Hamid. Our house in the little village had a vineyard with orange and lemon trees and a lot of space for Amina, my wife, to do vegetables and herbs in the garden. So although my son Malik rode his bicycle and played soccer with almost all his village friends, about 15 of them, Amid became a best friend to my son Malik. And both of them have been spending months together. They talk several times a day. And most of the time, Amid initiated those conversations. He will come by, stop in front of the house gate, and ask for Malik. Malik visited Amid's house once, and maybe a few other occasions. But usually, Amid will come and play with other friends in our house because Malik had more toys and there were more space in our house. Malik and Amid frequently talk about religion subjects. Amid respected Malik's religion as a Christian and Malik also respected Amid's religion as a Muslim. But uh, Amid didn't know much about uh, the Bible. And he knew that Jesus died on the cross and that he was considered as a son of God by Christians. Malik always shared with me how he was grateful 
that Amede's friend respected his beliefs, unlike most of his other Muslim friends. According to Amid, he likes Malik, my son. He likes playing with him because Malik will not uh, bully him and he was trustworthy as a friend and not making fun of him like other kids in the village. Amid was about uh, 73 kilograms. That's about 161 pounds. And compared to most children of his age that were less than 60 kilograms, about 132 pounds, Amid was overweight. So Malik understood that uh, Amid was not interested to go to the mosque and he was not answering the prayer calls because of that self-consciousness and the bullying he was subject to by his friend. And that explained why Amid did not go to the mosque with other children. So often Amid would come to our house and knock at the door and ask Malik, why do you always take long before coming out? What do you do after your studies? And Malik would tell him, I would take a shower because during the day, during my classes, I will have physical education and I will be sweating. So one day, Amid waited for a longer period of time at the door while Malik took his shower. When, he, when Malik eventually came out and opened the door, Amid asked, where were you all this time in the shower? Malik answered. Amid looked at Malik with a confused face. The shower? Amid asked. Yes, I told you, I was taking my shower. Don't you take a shower every day? Malik asked Amid. No, Amid replied. And he added, I only take a shower once a week. Surprise, Malik asks Amid, why will you take a shower only once a week? Amid responded, because if I take a shower more often, my mom will hate me for using too much water. Surprise, Malik said, oh, okay. And Malik shared with us the conversation he had with his friend Hamid. And we told him in our cultural study, we also learned that some people in the country, especially those living in the mountains, only bath once every six months or once a week for those in the city when they go to hammams, public bath, which sometimes includes steam bath and hot tubes. This was a shock for our son, Malik, who didn't know that aspect of the culture. But that friendship Malik, our son, had with Hamid continued until Hamid shared with other kids how his experience with Malik has made him to learn more about his own culture and Malik's religious beliefs. So in the mission field, you, you will see different cultural uh, practices. How do you react when you meet people with a different cultural practice? Do you judge them? Do you think your own practice is better? Malik learned from Amid's practice how different cultures appreciate different social activities. So please pray for God to reveal himself to Hamid and help him understand why 
Malik loved him the way he loved him, genuinely. Like having Hamid as a friend has been a teaching experience for our son Malik. And I pray that your friends that are also from a different culture will teach you how to love them genuinely, how Christ loved all of us. God bless you. Salom Baraka faced a very smart Muslim boy, asking a question in such a way that surprised him a little. It wasn't the question itself that surprised him, but in the way the boy asked it. Our second story is titled, Mihabril's Question. Mihabril is a 22-year-old student studying architecture in the city where we work in North Africa in the Maghreb. He is a classmate of Bazim, one of our house church members a student from a sub-Saharan African country. Bazim and 11 other Adventist students from six sub-Saharan African countries come and worship with us regularly. Bazim describes his friend Miabril as a devoted Muslim who carefully follows his religion's rules and practices. Three weeks at the time of uh, the story in December 2018, we were once at a retreat with... Uh, other colleagues from the region in a neighboring country. And Miabri decided to visit our house church when we were away from home. According to the report I received from Bazim when we returned, Miabri enjoyed a two and a half hour service and asked many questions before and during the Sabbath school lesson. Bazil said that Miabri's first question were, Why do you meet today? Are you Jews? And according to Bazim, all those who were present at that Sabbath school class that day tried to give answers to his many questions. Bazim said to Miabril, please wait when our pastor returns for you to ask all your questions. A week after we returned, I received Miabril's contact information. I called him. And I was surprised when he requested an appointment with me that same day. Two hours later, Meabri was in my house. My first impression on meeting Meabri was that he was a kind, respectful, and enthusiastic young Arab man. He told me that uh, before attending our house church, he had visited the Evangelical and Catholic Church in town after he returned from the Hajj four years earlier. The Hajj, for those who don't know, is the greater Muslim pilgrimage to Mecca in Saudi Arabia, which takes place in the last month of the year and which is for all Muslims expected and it is to make at least uh, one lifetime if they can afford it. It is one of the five pillars of Islam. So Merbe was uh, straightforward with his question. He asked, what brought you to this country, sir? What kind of Christians are you, sir? And one of the key questions Mirabri asks is a common one for Muslim, the question of how God can have a son. But Mirabri put it in a friendly way, which with a smile on his face. What is your understanding of the relationship God had with Mary and her son Jesus? I thought that that was a smart way to ask me to discuss about the Trinity, about uh, the sonship of Jesus, and uh, I found that uh, Mabry was a smart student. I didn't know whether 
Mabry was testing me or trying to compare my understanding with others he had heard before. And I also wonder if Mabry was simply seeking the truth. I have answered similar questions a dozen times in the past, but Mabry's attitude seemed more honest and open than most people that asked me the same question before. I sent up a silent prayer for the right words and I answered each question carefully. Generally, Christians try to explain to Muslims that Jesus being the Son of God does not mean that God had a physical relationship with Mary. In my answer to Mary, I felt move instead to focus on God and His attribute is a just God, a loving God, a caring God. And after I finished my explanation, Mary looked at me quizzically. I could see that he was seeing the Christian doctrine of incarnation in a new light. I basically told him we should look at God's relationship with Jesus not from a physical perspective because that could mean that God preferred only boys and not girls. But we could look at it, we should look at it from a cultural perspective because God was choosing Abraham that is also known in the Islam religion as the father of their faith and because in that culture male child was important and because God was to illustrate the sacrifice of Abraham with his own sacrifice, that's why the relationship of Christ as the Son of God makes sense. So from that cultural perspective, Mirabir saw that uh, the doctrine of the Trinity could have new light. After an hour of conversation, Mirabir left that evening expressing his desire to come back and talk more with me. Mirabir and I planned many more meetings for that week. And I praise God that Mirabir was honestly searching for the truth. Unfortunately, Mirabir was moved to a different city to continue his studies, and we couldn't continue with our discussions physically. And for many reasons, I lost his contact. But I pray that uh, with the opportunity to continue with Mirabir will come again, and God will continue to work in his heart. Please pray for Mirabir as he will continue to encounter the Lord Jesus Christ and welcome His presence in His life. Amen. Thank you for listening to Frontier Missions Journal. God bless.